might have a mom, she might be the bomb But ain't nobody got a mom like mine Her love's till the end, she's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine Welcome to And Then She Said with Britt and Anissa. As always, this mother-daughter duo are sharing and analyzing real-life experiences and nothing is off-limits. Maybe. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy the shit show we call life. I realize in our intro, I switch from third person to first person. Do you, have you that notice annoying? that? No. It's, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that you're not annoyed with that. Nope. I, I'm tired. Don't pay attention to me. Yeah. So, what's a happening? What We didn't talk at all yesterday. No, we didn't. Were we both laying on the floor like a starfish? <laughs> No, I would have loved to be that, but your father, your husband is social. And so, uh, we went to a neighborhood Oktoberfest where it was, um, beer and food pairings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds right up your alley. It does. I mean, we have really nice neighbors. So we had to do that. And then I, uh, my other friend advertises with one of the TV stations or radio. I don't know where, I don't actually don't know where. So she got box like VIP seats for a concert, which then, you know, I'm all about free stuff. So I went to, <laughs> I went to a Dwight Yoakam concert which I wasn't like entirely sure what he's saying, but I did like recognize some of his songs and I mean, know him from uh, four Christmases where he plays the pastor in when uh, Reese Witherspoon's uh, character's mom is in love with. And so um, I went to that concert. He has the skinniest legs of any individual I've ever seen in my entire life. And apparently like his thing is to like turn around and face backwards and like wiggle his legs around. Oh, like Luke Bryan. Yeah, but he had like like his leg circumference is like my wrist. Oh my god. Yeah, like itty bitty little legs. So yes, I was being social yesterday, yep. which I mean I'm probably need practice with, but I'm headed to Minnesota for an entire week where I will have to be social. And so we have a little more energy than right now. I don't know. We need to do shots of espresso or something. Well, and I think the last trip being gone two two weeks in a row, that did me in because then I got sick. And then I just, um, it's just been something. Plus, I mean, exciting, but K now seems to be in another period of growth. Yes, it's super exciting. Which is exciting in, you know, making sure that we're still in business, but the amount of work that goes into being in a period of growth is exhausting. And so that, um, oh, let's talk about what happened with your father. Speaking of period of growth. Yeah. So we are we're quarter three, right? We're in quarter three now. So we're We're budgeting. Quarter four. Sorry, quarter four. Wow. (laughs) That was the day that I also should have not been doing numbers. Yeah. Quarter four. We're 
quarter four. Quarter four. We're in quarter four. And so we're budgeting for next year and seeing where we're at this year. And we have um, a very specific rule in the KNOW team, at least between myself and my mother. It is don't talk to my husband or her husband about finances. <laughs> very strict rule. Very strict rule. Very strict. Um, and I was on the phone with her and she, first off, I answered her and she's like, I'm surprised I'm not under my desk right now. Like, that's how it started. She told me she was so stressed she was going to be under her desk. I'm like, okay, this is perfect conversation time. So I started talking about uh, budgeting and what we needed to have and everything. And all of a sudden she quit talking. And I'm like, did you go under your desk? So I kept talking because she had just joked that she was going to be under her desk. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you have a stroke? (laughs) And all of a sudden, the phone cut out, completely cut out. And I get a call back from my mom. And then in the background, my dad is comes in and is like, please don't share your information with me ever. He's like, could you fix it? Because he was moving the camper. And so the phone went to the car. There you go. Yeah. And. He's like, can you please fix whatever just happened so that never happens again? Because I can't hear the amount of money that you two are talking about. And I'm like, for one thing, we'd never intended for him to know anything. No. Two, what does he think we do all day? Not sit and talk to each other. (laughs) I'm like, you had to have known. We have... Eight, seven, I don't know. There's like eight and six employees or something. Yeah. Plus us. I'm like, what does he think? We're just, everybody's. Our hobby still. Yeah, just just a hobby. Well, and that's probably part of my fault because I do like try to let him know that it's just a hobby. Um, And he also like the role in, (laughs) in our marriage is he would rather not. His whole thing is I just want to show up pay for what I want and be told that everything is like, I can pay for it. Like that's his whole thing. So he really wants a very limited role in any sort of financial discussion ever, ever, ever. But yeah, he came in and his face looked a little gray too, as he poked his head in the door. I was like, please don't ever let that happen. Again. Please don't. No. Please don't. Well, we also got our one employees back from maternity leave, which I think everyone uh-huh. took, a very, very big sigh when that happened. And she's back as her old self. So she was, we used to always joke. Okay. So this one employee we have, I have worked with her for however old cash is seven, eight years, whatever. She is the most optimistic person I've ever met in my entire life. And I'm not even exaggerating. She is like always, everything is positive. Well, when she got, she got pregnant, uh, she had a little, we joked that um, her, her little baby was sucking her niceness away from her. Well, she came back in the exact positivity that she was before. So her first meeting, everyone looks a little bit tired because it's been a long three months. And she's like, oh, this is great. Everything sounds awesome. And I was like, well, right. The gremlin is out. <laughs> yes. And she did say that the baby is a little demanding. So she's like, yeah, I totally get that now because um, I feel like, um, but such a cute little, cute little chubby yeah. cheek. Thing. Oh my gosh. Adorable. But I'm yes. so glad so, that she's back. Yeah. And we are, we are functioning on a full staff 
for a limited amount of time until life gets a little bit crazy for yeah. myself and and by extension you. <laughs> I know I'm trying to plan for so I mean and God forbid we don't have to move again. I mean I don't ever see that in the um like near future. But you know two of you are military wives yeah. and PCSs and things happen and you're coming up on, you know, the end of your husband's military career, but we have two PCSs coming up in the next year and who knows what happens. Yeah. It's just, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's got a lot on the horizon in 2024. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Um, I think that I think that we're going to be, we're going to have to really, f- <laughs> we're going to have to really focus on being organized and scheduled, which I, you know, are, is probably funny. It used to be at one point in life. Yeah. I don't, that's not my strength. So, um, and I mean, it just is, I'm sure there will be deployments and moves and things like that, that, you know, just happened. So how are you, um, how's this last month of the deployment? Oh my gosh, this last month of deployment is ridiculous. If I, if I make it, I am, it will be a miracle. I heard a ding. That was me. That was a text from you. Are you texting me? I don't think I meant to text. While we're talking? I don't think that's, I don't think think it was. Our mother, daughter, uh uh-uh. uh. Is that was there a prompt I was supposed to I, maybe. Maybe. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, this is also yeah. the longest that you've went without me being out there because I couldn't come out yes. for fall break because the plane tickets were ridiculous. Yes. Well, and let's just talk about me a little bit and my my cleanliness right now. So it has been a while since you've been out here. And it's been what, three weeks, two weeks since we were in Minnesota last. Yeah, three. It's only been three weeks. Yeah. So I am having some serious like separation anxiety right now from my children. It's rude. It's weird. I text Dustin the other day and I was like, I don't know if I can physically make myself go to Minnesota. And then after Minnesota, they want to, the other side wants to take them to their cousins, which is awesome. Like, good have a weekend with your cousins because we don't usually do a lot of fun things here and everything and i'm like well mm, let me let me ask and see what they say if they want to go to their cousins were you asking yourself or (laughs) well because i'll get home thursday night at like nine they'll be in bed and then they have to go to school the next day. Uh so we're probably going to put some bets on who's going to school and who's not going to school but but always and then they'll leave right after school to go to baker and so i'll go have to go like five days without seeing them well okay so in reality when you get home from a minnesota trip there's always one day where you're like out yeah so there's that and you could always go to baker with them could but then i'd have to leave the house after i've been gone from a minnesota trip so there you go so my which you won't ever um take my advice anyway you'll do whatever you want that's just how you roll my advice would be to let them go and you go do yoga and recuperate because you always have to recuperate after a minnesota trip it doesn't matter how short how long if it went well if it went bad whatever happened 
there's always recuperating time. Just you know. Well, and Cash said he wanted to go. So I'm fine. I was like, oh, that's okay. You can just take Cash. Cash can have some one-on-one time. And then I asked Huey and it made me happy because he's like, no, I don't think I want to go. Jesus. And he's like, mm, maybe I do. But can you go? And I'm like, I'm not going. He's like, mm, let me sit on it. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Hugh, not Huey, because Huey oh, yeah. let me know today that he does no longer wants to go by Huey. He wants to go by Hugh or Hugh Allen Farley. But why does he not want to go by Huey? Let's talk about that. Well, he wants to spell his name H-U-G-H. At school, he does not want to have to learn to spell his name H-U-G-H-I-E. <laughs> Oh my God, that's mm-hmm. crazy. And he's also picked up crafting. <laughs> he got a certification in glue and scissors, and he would like to get a certification in paint. No, he tried a certification in paint this summer. Nope, it was not successful. His certification <laughs> was revoked. And last night, I of oh. course let him craft on the couch with scissors and papers and colors and everything. Fell asleep while crafting in the middle of his crafting. He passed out. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, his certification in paint is a long time coming. His certification in cutting is even questionable at times. I'm still waiting to see the actual cert on that. He he has the certification sheet that has all his certifications. It came in a Friday folder when I was there. And he had scissors, glue. What were the five things that they certified him in? Anyway, it was really cute, though, because, like, I he came from home from school the one day, and he's like, well, got my certification, and I'm like, in what? He's like, well, oh, no, he, I, I'm tomorrow I test for my certification. That was what it was. And so the Friday, he had to test for his certification. And it was a really cute, I mean, obviously, he's, you know, pre-K, and obviously, he was excited about the certification. So what a cool way for them to practice their skills. And then he got this certification that I'm questioning. I'm going to need to see what the actual the credential. certification. Yeah, I'm going to need to know where the certification came from, who had determined it. Board. Oh, my God. Because, I mean, he does do all those things really well. And his just decision time on when he should or shouldn't do them is probably where the problem and what he should and shouldn't do them with yeah that's probably it as well so okay. you're going to let them go to baker so that's good uh-huh. that's what we think <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> oh, oh my other God. moms have got to fill that way what other moms oh, yeah. have to fill that way well, you okay. always kind of feel that way, like where you're like, oh, they should go because you want them to do something fun. My thought is thinking about like, I know um, both your children do have some hermit tendencies, but they will have a fun time at their cousins. Mm-hmm. And so you have to overlook your want or need to be close to them with what's going to be fun and exciting for them. It's just the beginning of putting your children's needs in front of your own. And let me tell you, it's a lifelong thing that you have to continuously do. Well, and I just saw a post on Facebook about the, like, it's dumb, but the sticky notes of, like, notes from um, kids in one of them was, my mom and dad don't love me anymore because they don't say goodnight. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't think I said goodnight to Cash last night. I'm sure Sometimes you, you forget if you went to bed or not. I know, exactly. 
horrible. Oh my god. Well, it's parenting issues. Yeah, it's good that you're right on schedule. When's Dustin coming back? <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so we're survive. We're surviving. We're in survival um, mode. Surviving, not thriving. I feel like I'm thriving at work. Yeah. I've done my energy towards something else, I think. I don't know. Well, some of the decisions you make are still driven by spite, but yeah, I feel like (laughs) quite a few. I did have to. So I work today. It's Sunday. um, And I was trying to do goals. And let me tell you, when you get I always was like, okay, when I'm higher up in an organization, I'm going to know how to do everybody's job. So because I shouldn't have to expect other people to do it if I don't know how to do it. Mm-mm. Well, I had to text my little sister today who's <laughs> on payroll on how to run Motivity. I know how to run Motivity, but I could not figure out why my goal was not pro- producing into there. And she's like, it's because they haven't collected data. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And why it's not in there. So I had to phone a friend who happened to be my little sister on how to run an operation of the company that I own. Well, my whole thing is I do not want to have to learn a new skill or task. So while I do know how to run our data collection platforms for my own, I do not know how to do anything extra in them because I'm sorry. Like no one wants to take the time to teach me. Like who wants to do that? No one. So there are things I don't know how to do, but I do know who to contact. And now we have a new company that has the third um, data collection system that I have to to learn. And so... um, That you even let them have a different one? Just going to throw that out there. I mean... I'm happy spitefulness. So that, those of you who are in AVA, Motivity is the way to go. Yeah. Just shout out there for Motivity. And they are so good at um, customizing what we need for our specific pay source. And so you can customize and they have really good customer service and amazing customer it's, service. It's, it's been a long road trying to find a data platform that makes Brittany happy. Okay. Do we have any AKAs today? I don't think uh, that we do. Yeah. So I feel like I don't know if we've discussed the whole little Anissa that can be a positive or oh, yeah. Negative. <laughs> yes. So at any father's side. Yeah. Any point in time. Well, I don't think it's just that his side, but I feel at any point in time, anyone that has come in contact with uh, either myself or my daughters has at one point referred to them as a little, little which I am going to use as a positive. Uh-huh. And by this, this means usually a uh, strong-willed, opinionated, um, <laughs> probably spiteful. <laughs> uh, yes. Let's see. What other adjectives that I can think of that are positive (laughs) that cover this? Um, Goal-oriented. Protective. Protective. I like that one. Uh, Let's see. Anyway, uh, I would say that at any point in time, either girl. 
And I'm sure Kyler, if he's just not at all like me in any stretch of the mind, I don't think he's like way more like your father, <laughs> which is all that nurture versus nature kind of thing. But I don't, yeah. he has the same tendencies because you and him are a lot alike. But yeah, at any point, uh, Taylor or Britt can act like me. And sometimes people don't always that that is okay so where this comes from <laughs> so we are all going we have not all of my, our family on my dad's side the um, cousins yeah the cousins like we have not been together for christmas and i don't even know how long and so somebody since Tyler, say who yeah probably since requested probably requested that we all get together and i'm just protecting his innocence <laughs> his or his guiltiness <laughs> his guiltiness whatever anyway so mom sent out a group text to all the cousins and aunts and uncles and whoever about the event of christmas and there are now like we are there is a brood of us like well, 30 there is like 35 of us yeah between were, all the cousins and second yeah. cousins and yeah and there was we, some miscommunication somewhere along the lines of what was going on. And it got your father all fired up, who we've decided needs medication at any point in his life. And he was all worked up. And then if yeah. I if he gets worked up, like I can be as mean as I want to him, but like when he gets worked up because of someone else, then I get a little protective. Uh-huh. So. As we, I with anybody in my family who decides to yeah. get any of you worked up. So needless to say, Christmas is going on. There was a, um, the confusion was cleared up. Before my little Nissa had to come out. Yes, before, God, we are just trying. Because this is not the first time Britt's little Anissa. And this, a little Anissa is fr like Anissa two thousand. Seven and before, like I'm too tired to have this much spunk or energy to be every once in a while it'll still come out. But yeah, so and we made a committee. Well, we made a committee before all of this happened. Um, with all well, most of the girl cousins are on the committee, and they are in charge of different aspects of this Christmas because everyone has like um really fond memories. The cousins all used to be able to get together and go play bingo and do all this stuff at um their grandma's house and so we're gonna try to like kind of do that stuff but we can and i am the ambassador of fun name it <laughs> which you named yourself <laughs> yeah. a good time yeah and so there's you know there's t-shirts of course and I already have started thinking about, I can't even imagine the amount of equipment I'm going to have to haul to, uh, you know, replicate what I can only, I'm kind of envisioning from Elf when he gets locked in the department store. Yes. Um, yeah, that's kind of the expectation I have in my head of what the Christmas party is going to look like. So I'm not on that committee. <laughs> Not on the decoration and look committee. <laughs> so, I mean, that's my, in my head, that's my inspiration. So 
Um, and we're all going to be dressed in striped tights, <laughs> shoes with bells, and shirts that say ELV, ELFS, Elves with Attitude. Well, and of course, that Christmas <laughs> The tights are still negotiable because one of the cousins refused, like she kicked herself off the committee if she had to wear tights. And then, of course, I'm trying to think of, you know, some hand-delivered invitation that um, releases doves Mom. or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've been watching Real Housewife series and Real Housewives of Potomac. Karen sends a box with butterflies and they all throw them like they're moths. Like, why did she send us moths? <laughs> Well, it's the after we're dead. <laughs> it's winter, so I'm guessing that won't. So I'm sure whatever. You're like cocoons. Why'd we get a box of cocoons? Why are there cocoons? I'm sure whatever expectations I have will not be fulfilled. But we have also. This is not just the party where the expectations are completely out of proportion with our ability to, um, to our ability to. What is that? I I want to actually have uh yeah so because we have decided that Planes, this, automobiles man yeah and this christmas will be like the last well except dustin will be able to participate in this one but there was another christmas that was kind of like this that dustin was not here for that went completely- he was here for the one in kansas no he was at, at jane angela's i have a picture of me him and cash when cash was a baby was like 18 months or something no i was talking about the one where we went and traveled to missouri Oh, went, the Missouri one. And yep. went to um, spent the day at uh, whatever that Where park almost is. Almost into labor. Yeah, and we were, and then you could do the Christmas lights, and it had the Christmas yep. parade, and then there was like, oh, you rode the train, and there was like an ode to the troops yeah. that are serving. And we had to call the fire department and get that little train that drives around <laughs> Terrell during Terrell fun days. I'm sure somebody has that. There has to be a horse-drawn sleigh somewhere that we can borrow. <laughs> yeah. I think I can even hire a skywriter. I know a guy who yeah. flies a plane. <laughs> yeah. We've I can think of like in the recent like past, I would say in the last like yeah. 10 years or so, we've had like three Christmases that we went completely. The one was in South Dakota. Yeah. We were at with the Claytons, the one in Iowa or in Kansas with um, Dustin was that yeah when Cash was little yeah the one was Dustin was at yeah when Dustin was not at <laughs> now this he was he was gone he was deployed yeah he yeah he just chose not to go yeah let's let's, let's um <laughs> put him apart from somebody else who chooses to just not attend our Christmases yeah. I'd like not keep them in the same category yeah he just was deployed uh he was deployed. that christmas we'll have to have like that christmas. florida you guys came down to florida oh that one God. year there was another one yes we traveled all day on christmas day to get to florida mm-hmm. kyler mm-hmm. was still in high school i think and all he did mm-hmm. was complain about not being able to open his christmas presents on christmas day we get to florida he got food poisoning or flu it was so sick that he couldn't even open his presents all he could do is like lay on the couch and moan that one (laughs) that was when we were in the house with no windows yeah yeah it was and we drove um from kansas to florida in the jeep that was mm -hmm, with taylor so last year christmas was just kind of a flop i don't know i didn't feel any christmas cheer last year like at all so 
Yeah, I mean, Christmas is always really probably going to be a little different for us as a family just because, um, you know, it'll be two years that we lost Talon in two days before Christmas, three days before Christmas, which, um, I mean, that was probably one of the hardest Christmases ever but we again we all rallied and ended up in you know one little tiny apartment except you were you could travel because my gosh no I paced back and forth (laughs) where we all ended up in Taylor's apartment for (laughs) uh what seemed to be an extended amount of time and Susie decided to get a puppy it was it was and then last Christmas was like there was blizzards and it was I mean so I think our Christmases will always seem different but also uh more focused on doing the things that make us happy and focusing on family i think is what the tide has turned i would love to hear anyone's christmas like your family traditions because it's always so funny to hear like how many similarities there are Mm -hmm. in family traditions and then how different some families are like just in how they think it the people that get together, I guess. I don't know. For So growing up, it was always, we went to church. We were in the Christmas Eve program. We had soup on Christmas Eve. Um, we had black paper, or not black, brown paper sacks with apples and peanuts yep. in them. Yep. Um, and then Christmas morning, we opened up our house and we went to great grandma's and then um, dad's side of the family. Like it was never, you just sat home. So I think any Christmas where I'm just sitting at home, it's hard for me. Well, and that's kind of how it was. Yeah. And I think too, like, it, well, be like, well, the kids want to play with their toys. I'm like, I never growing up, never got to play with my Christmas toys until like mm-hmm. after Christmas because my grandma had a huge family and that was Christmas at her house was mm-hmm. always there. And you went out there and played cards and did all those things. I mean, it's just in any way holidays in general, because some people Thanksgiving is their big holiday and they do the same things that we do on Christmas at Thanksgiving or New Year's or after that. I just think uh, it's it's harder. We're like your family, Kyler, and then us are the only ones that don't live close to your dad's side of the family. So I think they get together more that we just aren't a part of just because we all live far away and like my family. Well, that's a whole nother story, but I live far away from my um, brother and then his middle child who was born on the same day as Taylor, like sent me a guilt uh, card that he handmade and was like, please come see us. And so I'm like, Oh my God, that was so, I mean, it's just, it's just different. Everything is just different but anyway it's always fun to hear how other people celebrate holidays or what holiday is big in their family yeah halloween is also one of my favorite holidays i know and you have been with cash almost every halloween i know and now this year i won't be which oh my god well good because they we actually we could have done a group a group costume of death Apparently that is, um, I don't know if I told you Cash got his costume and it has a, he knows how to say it. I do not know how to say it, but it is death. No, it's a Sith. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he is death, if you ask him. And Q is some weird mangled zombie 
that he chose. So I could totally have done oh. this. But, but, okay. And we had red from last year. We Let could me have been done like red witch or something. Okay. So we're going to Dead Weird. So Deadwood, South Dakota has Dead Weird. And it they have a band, which a band we really like. And so you go and like every, there's up to $20,000 worth of money for costumes, which we're not going to win. Like we're not doing that. So we're all going, there's a group of us. Actually, we're going with Jess, who's your best friend and her husband. And then our friends, I know we're all co-mingled weirdly together. And then our friends, anyway, so your dad, we decide on 90s because the band we go to plays 90s music. So we picked a movie, Forrest Gump. Your father does not understand how costuming works. Costumes are based upon a character, not historically accurate of a character. So yesterday, oh, that was what I did yesterday. Spent time watching Forrest Gump, the longest movie in the history of the world, to see what Forrest he wanted to be. Now he has a beard and he's not willing to shave it. So he couldn't be pre-Forrest in a suit. He has to be Forrest running. So I had to buy him a wig and a beard and Forrest runs in short shorts. So I bought him shorts. I bought two variations of shorts because I don't think I'm ready for your dad to be in red tiny shorts with knee high white socks with Nike shoes, like historically accurate. So then he's Mm -hmm. mad at me because I'm going as Jenny, but like the sixties Jenny hippie. And when we were watching the movie, Jenny is in a waitress costume when she sees Forrest running. And so I am not going to be accurate to the movie portrayal of Forrest and Jenny. And I said to him, I do not care. I'm not going for a Forrest Gump Jenny lookalike. Like it's not, I, I'm like, are you kidding me? I feel like that's how Kyler would be. Yes. It's so ridiculous. I'm like, oh my God. So much work. So much work. Oh my God. So anyway. Okay. Okay. Analyze that. Is that where where are we at? Or, and then she said, and then she said, and then she said, or did we kind of, we've kind of already done that. Okay. Analyze that. Okay. Reanalyzing. So I think that this is going to be interesting. First of all, we're going to get deep for a second. So I want to analyze that. So today is um, infant and pregnancy loss day. Um, And I myself have gone through seven various types of miscarriages. And I want to analyze your point of view of when I went through them and then kind of give so give my story and then what it was like for you to be oh jesus my mom good lord <laughs> this sounds- didn't tell you you needed a drink a bloody this, mary for- this sounds incredibly fun okay i'm ready doesn't it uh-huh. so okay so i have um i have facts of course because let's just be serious because if we're uncomfortable do- with feelings we go to data we go to facts yep, mm-hmm. yep. um so i'm ready Ready? Okay. Yep. According to a study by um, Quinby et al. in 2021, so um, miscarriage is defined as loss of a pregnancy before viabil- viability, and an estimated 23 million miscarriages happen every year. So this is something that 
every four in 1,000 pregnancies end in a miscarriage. So it happens a lot. You don't realize it happens a lot until you start to have them yourself. So my first miscarriage was November 17th, 2014. I didn't even have to look that up for my facts. It's just something I always remember. And it lasted until January 26th, It was 2015. It spanned across – my first miscarriage spanned across three months. December, mm-hmm. January, two months ish. No, uh, well, it November seventeenth. So, I my mean, pregnant, was, the pregnancy started in October, October. right? October. Yeah. So I like think of that time as between mm-hmm. October and January. It also was like, yeah, I would say just like that whole span of that whole pregnancy was, a lot. yeah. It was a long, long span. Um, And so that one was a little bit later. I think we were at 11, 10 or 11 weeks. So that one was a later one. And since then, I had three. I had two ectopics, one mysterious pregnancy where it like floats, which I didn't even know could happen. It wasn't attached to uterus. It wasn't in my fallopian tube. They couldn't actually find the pregnancy. And then the other were the miscarriages that happened um, before seven weeks. So nine pregnancies, two kids. Both my boys are rainbow babies. Um, It's crazy to go through. Uh, And then the, not the best part, but the worst part is that I somehow, I swear there was something in the water where we are all, but I was with a group of girls in Florida that we were all really close friends. And all of us have gone through like miscarriage, pregnancy loss, something, trouble having kids, all of those components. And we're all around the same age. So, but we didn't grow up in the same place. So I can't say it was because of the tanning or anything like that that happened uh round up the exposure to round up during in vitro yeah Yeah, or in whatever when so when congress or whoever and decided to um ban no when august 29th the supreme court the supreme court banned abortions and they didn't ban them i guess they put them on the state to decide yeah there are five states that do not include any type of like exemption for ectopic pregnancies. So my ectopic pregnancy, one of them, um, well, my first one, I, I had to take the medicine, the can't think of what it's called right now, but to help it along and that didn't help. So then I ended up having to go DNC. One of my ectopics, we, that day had to go into surgery. Like it was an emergency surgery because my tube had burst and everything um, my other one, my tube hadn't burst. So we were, I was able to take the medicine, but my life wasn't in danger for that one. So in these states that there are five states that don't have an excuse for ectopic, like you can't get an abortion for an ectopic unless your life, life will, is in. Yeah. But an ectopic at some point, your life will be in danger. Will, mm-hmm. will be in danger. Yeah. So this law was, it was very, First off, we went back in time because apparently women can't control their own bodies. And there's also some states that don't, there's some states that ban abortion, but will allow it for like rape mm-hmm. and other medical, like if a phys- two or more physicians decide that it 
needs to happen. So mm-hmm. the abortion ban was horrible. And it just, this month has been, is always super hard for me, but um, I did not share this story very well, but <laughs> just wanted other people to know that you, a lot of people go through it. And I'm curious of what it was like to go through it as the mom of me. Well, I think, (laughs) so the first, the first time, um, that one was hard because I feel like if it was a viable pregnancy up until you were like 14, it was like, it was because it was your first pregnancy. So they didn't do a lot of ultrasounds. And so it was a viable pregnancy for longer than maybe your other ones. And, um, and so that was hard. And then nobody was like quite sure what was happening. And so I think there was like this extended time where no one kind of knew what was going on. And so that one probably was harder for me because it just was like i said it you you seem to be pregnant way longer during that time there it was your first i mean there was all these things the first grandchild all all, all of that and then once um that was figured out that it wasn't viable and that you were having a miscarriage or whatever i can't remember what you had some weird medical thing happening it wasn't even it was a uh- like it didn't develop in the something yeah. a bite of ovum or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it didn't even like at some point it stopped developing and then my body started to like dissolve it. Yeah. So something like that. Yeah. So you work through all of that, the emotion of not, you know, feeling horrible that you're not gonna have a grandchild that you but then you move on to worried about your child. So me worrying about you going through the medical parts of it. Um, because I feel like in every, almost every instance where you've had either an eptopic or a miscarriage, like there's always these weird medical components where I, I worry more about you physically than I do about anything else and emotionally and mentally and all those other things. Because I mean, as a mom, And I've always felt this way in general about pregnancy and things like that. Like you, you know, that child from the very minute um, when you are giving birth or going to give birth or whatever. And so like you have that ultimate connection from the very second, you know, and not that your husband doesn't or your partner or whoever, but as an outsider, even as a parent, like my connection is to my child, which is you who I've known since the very second that you were conceived. And so like, I feel like my worry was more for you that, and not that I didn't care or that I didn't feel bad, but like, I feel like I had to put on like the health, like, uh, are you doing what you need to do for you? Like, we already know that you're having this miscarriage or you're having the ectopic or whatever it was. So what, what do you need to do to make sure that you can have more kids or you can't have more kids or what, so I feel like my role, then I become way more clinical and I, you and I both have the same issue. Um, and not that it's an issue or not, but we do go a lot more to the data and to being very clinical and I would say mm-hmm. compartmentalizing what is going on yeah. emotionally 
as to what needs to get done. So like my biggest concern, especially during that first one was, holy crap, first of all, you cannot make her keep going through this. Like we have to sit and wait to see what happens. Then they did the different medications. Then they did the, and I'm like, oh my God, just give her a DNC and get done with it. And then I know medically, like there was reasons they didn't do that and all that, but I'm like, Cause you know how it is with your boys when you're protective of your child, that doesn't stop when you're an, when your child's an adult. Right, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay, this has already happened. This is really, really bad, but what can we do to make her stop going through all of that? Yeah. It was, I mean, you came to our house in For being, new year um, in new year's. Yep. And, and I was still going through it still going through it. And I mean, that was the hardest part. Going through it, I mean, my body was still trying oh. to get rid of whatever yeah. tissue was still in, it was horrible. in my body. Yeah. And so at the same time too, like my iron levels were super low. Yeah. Like everything that went with that. Yeah. So was- physically and emotionally where I, I tend to, like, I obviously, I'm hoping that you know, you have a partner that is helping you get through the emotional part, which he does in his own way. God bless him. He's come along. He didn't leave me in Florida. He's like, you have to go somewhere. Yeah, he's like, I'm not leaving you. I can't do it. I can't leave you alone. Yeah. And he does. And, um, and the same thing, like with the eptopics, I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? Like I went right into, are you having surgery? Are you doing this? You know, what if it hurt? Like things like that. So, I feel like from my perspective, like I'm really worried about you emotionally, but I also like the physical part is just like, and then I also, when you tell me you were pregnant with both boys, it's like, oh my God, the whole entire time is horrible for me. And it's not like I had easy pregnancies either. No, they both had, they were high risk, both of them. Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. I hate when you were pregnant. I hate when your sister was pregnant. I'll hate whenever Kyler's spouse is pregnant. Like, I hate when anyone's pregnant. It's so stressful to me. Like, it's not. And that comes to from um, when I was young. Like, there was trauma in the fact that I lost a sister at full term. And my yeah. aunt lost a baby at full term. So, it was, there's, like, a lot of stuff that I've never been, like, a happy pregnant person we have a really good friend who lost a baby at almost full term like it's for me I'm really um I'm I'm just I'm just not I'm I hate it I hate it I absolutely hate it so it's hard for me to be happy and excited too like I try really hard to and it's not that I am I'm not excited but um I just it's 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 hard it's hard. And I worry, yeah. I worry a lot about like the physical parts of it and the mental parts of it. And I think, I think I worry about it um, for both of you, like just both of, I mean, it's hard for Dustin to try to figure out what you need. I mean, it's hard for anyone to figure out what you need if we're all being. Yeah. I think that's the first and the last one were the last one kind of broke the game. It was like, okay, nope, we're that done. Was that was bad. That was, there was go. Can't go through anything anymore. No, all done. That was everybody. Everybody, a part of the community, took a vote. We all decided. I was like, "Holy crap!" That was the last one too. Was um, it was such a weird time for us 
as a whole family. Like I think Taylor was going through stuff. Um, the business we were traveling. Yeah, business was growing. Like it was our first big like chunk of business that was growing. You were going through this horrible thing, and we were all trying to navigate like what. <laughs> What What was going to happen? But I'm guessing as a grandmother, my, um, my, probably my reactions are different than others, but I don't know. As a mom, it's hard. Yeah. I can only imagine. I'm sure when my boys have, if they have wives. Do you have any motherly wisdom? Um, I think that my motherly wisdom in this instance is if you have kids that are going through hard things that sometimes, which I am not good at this, you just need to sit back and shut up. (laughs) But (laughs) I do not do that. Okay. I mean, I do. I think I do it better than I used to. Well, and I think I say a lot less than I really want to. But sometimes you just have to sit back and remember that you so hopefully raised adults that can make good decisions. Mine is as long as dad doesn't call me, it doesn't mean I've pushed you too far. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't get a call from your father, then you're I doing it. If you get a call and text from my dad, then I'm good. Yep. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes right. you just have to sit back. So pit and peak. Okay. Oh my gosh, this week. Um, my peak is probably that we're growing as a business no matter how hard it is, but I'm happy that we're growing and that our name is out there in a positive light, I believe. Yeah. That's kind of nice, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And Pitt. What's your your peak? Oh, my peak. Uh, surviving this week without being sick. Like this is the first week I feel like I haven't been sick in three weeks so i think that has been my peak what what a pit they've been really good okay my pit for the week i don't know if anything like what has happened this week i don't even know i don't know you got your hair done it couldn't have been that bad i did get my hair done um oh my pit this week is that i did get sick this week and it took me out for a good two days Oh, yeah, you did. Well, that's a whole nother story. Go to the doctor. Um, my pit. <laughs> Go to the doctor. That would be. Sit back and watch. Sit back and. and yeah, what did you say? Motherly advice. Did totally out the window. Like, go to the doctor. Um, my pit. Oh, I know. I'm getting old. That's my pit. Let me tell you, getting old, I had to go to the dermatologist and get stuff zapped in my body that that was not fun. Wear sunscreen. There's another motherly. There's another motherly advice. Wear sunscreen. (laughs) All right. All right. So we would love to hear from you. So check out our Facebook at and then she said in our Instagram account at and then she said podcast. Um, plus if you're not tired of hearing us, go ahead and check out our Patreon at, and then she said, and thank you for listening. And remember the strength of the pack is a wolf and the strength of the wolf is the pack. Amen. Amen.